Welcome to our podcast on A Course in Miracles. Today we're doing Chapter 5, Section 2, The Voice for God. Okay, healing is not creating, it is reparation. The Holy Spirit promotes healing by looking beyond it to what the children of God were before healing was needed and will be when they have been healed. This alteration of the time sequence should be quite familiar because it is very similar to the shift in perception of time that the miracle introduces. The Holy Spirit is the motivation for miracle-mindedness. The decision to heal is the separation by letting it go. The Holy Spirit is the motivation for miracle-mindedness decision to heal the separation by letting it go. Your will is still in you because God placed it in your mind and although you can keep it asleep, you cannot obliterate it. God himself keeps your will alive by transmitting it from his mind to yours as long as there is time. The miracle itself is a reflection of this union of will between Father and Son. Okay, the one line I didn't understand. Uh, the Holy Spirit is the motivated. Okay, I don't, this alteration of the time sequence should be quite familiar because it is very similar to the shift in the perception of time that the miracle introduces. I don't totally understand that thought. Well, healing is. It says, uh, looking beyond the separation to what the children of God were before healing was needed and will be when they have been healed. So healing is seeing you healed before you're healed, basically. Seeing that you're not separate. Yeah, and seeing that the thing that you need to be healed of is an illusion and doesn't exist. Like the thing you need to be healed of is your imagined sense of separation. Yeah, well, why is that so hard, though, for people when it seems obvious that that would be the answer? Well, because they they have made up results based on illusions. They've made up sicknesses, they've made up problems, they've made up difficulties in <coughs> life, they've made up uh, feelings of guilt, feelings of anger, feelings of fear... So those seem very real. And they're all based on separation. Mm. So the one the one mistake is the separation, but that mistake never actually happened, even though we think it did. And then we created results to reflect the mistake we made. Right, but it's so obvious that if we could just get it, that we were not separate, we would be healed. But why can't we just get it? Well, you tell me, because there's a lot of unwillingness, and we have these memories of the pains and the sufferings that went along with separation that seem very real to us. So it's hard for us to get it when we're immersed in all those memories. And the healing is, is like forgetting all that stuff and looking towards the reality of your uh, divine connection that that always was there 
although you forgot it was there. So it's looking towards that and acting as if you're fully aware of that, that divine connection. The Holy Spirit is the spirit of joy. He is the call to return with which God blessed the minds of his separated sons. This is the vocation of the mind. The mind has no calling until the separation because before that it had only being and would not have understood the call to right thinking. The Holy Spirit is God's answer to the separation, the means by which the atonement heals until the whole mind returns to creating. Yeah, so the Holy Spirit is the answer to everything, and we are blessed to have this answer. Yeah, and and then this call, well, what is the call? The call, the call is to return to your original state. And there wouldn't be a call if there wasn't a, a deviation from your original state, right? If you were in the, your original state of of one one-minded connection with your source, you you wouldn't need a miracle. You wouldn't need repair. You wouldn't need the call. The call is to heal, hmm. and the call is to end the separation. But you only need the call when there when you think the separation is real. So once once the the healing has taken place, um, you don't need the call anymore. Yeah. You're just in in the spirit of joy. The Holy Spirit is the spirit of joy, right. and He is the call to return with which God blessed the minds of His separated sons. Well, the Holy Spirit's function is reparation, is to end the separation, which which is you know the miracle. Uh, the healing, the end of the separation, and and that's the Holy Spirit's job to end the separation. The principle of atonement and the separation began at the same time. When the ego was made, God placed in the mind the call to joy. The call is so strong that the ego always dissolves at its sound. That is why you must choose to hear one of two voices within you. One you made yourself, and that one is not of God. But the other is given you by God, who asks you only to listen to it. The Holy Spirit is in you in a very literal sense. His is the voice that calls you back to where you were before, and will be again. It is possible, even in this world, to hear only that voice and no other. It takes effort and great willingness to learn. It is the final lesson that I learned, and God's sons are as equal learners as they are as sons. Now, this this particular paragraph is kind of liberating, right? It's telling you, we the minute you thought you were separate, we already gave you the solution. Yeah, the atonement. And then people don't realize that the solution is there. Yeah, they don't. And... Okay, there's a call to joy. It's so strong that the ego dissolves. So that's why you have to choose to hear the voice of God and the Holy Spirit. And, you know, it gives you the answer right here in this paragraph. Yeah. But it says you have to listen only to that. You can't be, you know, 
going back and forth and yeah. making your problems real and blah, blah, blah. And that this is a call to joy. Like, how many people do you know say, my main purpose in life is to be joyous? I know. Like, they want to be joyous, but and, they don't. And we're not even taught that as kids, you know? We're not even taught. Like, that would be such a simple lesson that parents could impart to their children. Mm -hmm. You know, that your main purpose in life is to be happy mm -hmm. and be joyous. Mm -hmm. And and then everything would support that, you know. Everything that you do, you wouldn't do anything that didn't bring the joy. So there's no sacrifice, there's no, oh, I got to do this hard thing I don't like because it's the right thing to do. No, you wouldn't have any of that. You would be doing the things that bring you joy. You are the kingdom of heaven, but you have let the belief in darkness enter your minds, so you need a new light. Yeah, that's the line we need to give a couple right, of our students right, right yeah, now who are embroiled. In dark. Yeah, embroiled in these uh, The Holy problems. Spirit is the radiance that you must let banish the idea of darkness. This whole paragraph would be for him. His is the glory before which disassociation falls away and the kingdom of heaven breaks through into its own. Before the separation, you did not need guidance. You knew, as you will know again, but as you do not know now. So we lost our connection. Where we were totally connected, we didn't even need guidance. Well, I mean, we didn't we didn't lose the connection, but we lost our awareness yeah. of the connection. Mm -hmm. You know, the connection is always there, and we are absent. You know, it's like Tarji always said, "Peace is always there, but you're absent." So, so this distraction into the ego's thought system, uh, where we made up uh, something other than joy, we made up, you know, fear, guilt, anger, resentment, regret, doubt. You know, we made all that stuff up. So it wasn't originally there, but because we had free will, we could make up a self that thought all that self stuff was real. And then we feel unaware of the kingdom of heaven when we're embroiled in all those, those belief systems. So, so the miracle is undoing those beliefs. Okay, I'm going to read this two more paragraphs, and that's about enough, I think. God does not guide because he can share only perfect knowledge. Guidance is evaluative because it implies there is a right way and also a wrong way one to be chosen, the other to be avoided. By choosing one, you give up the other. The choice for the Holy Spirit is the choice for God. God is not in you in a literal sense. You are part of Him. When you choose to leave Him, He gave you a voice to speak for Him because He could no longer share His knowledge with you without hindrance. Direct communication was broken because you had made another voice. Well, this is kind of a heavy paragraph. You know, well, I, mean, I, I always think God is supposed to guide me. Well, yes, but but um, see, think of God as only communicates the, the kingdom of heaven. All right, 
So let's just see, say you left the kingdom of heaven in your illusions of the separation. Well, now God can't communicate with you because you're not, you're not in touch with that, that kind of communication. But God did give you the Holy Spirit that, that mediates between those two places. You know, the Holy Spirit mediates between the kingdom of heaven that God created you as and the choice for hell that you made up. So God can't communicate to you when you're in hell. But the Holy Spirit can. Mm. The Holy Spirit is that part of the mind of God that God gave you that can correct your errors and can dissolve your illusions of hell. So therefore, and, and give you the atonement. The atonement is the means. You know, like you have to look on all the mistakes you made and see that they're not real. Well, that's the atonement, and the Holy Spirit does that. So it's, it's that part of your mind that restores you back to your original state, and then the channel of communication between God and you is open. What about this line, God is not in you in a literal sense, you are a part of him. Well, What's the difference? Uh, God is not in you, you are a part of him. I'm trying to get this. Okay. I well, it's it's just a matter of of uh, of levels. It's like, you know, it it's like saying I hold the universe inside myself. Well, to a certain degree, that's so, but it's more obvious that you are part of a greater universe. Mm. Okay. So you are in the universe, right? Just and like I am part of God. Which is yeah, God is not in you in the literal sense, but you are part of Him. You are part of God, but you're a part of God who forgot you are a part of God. So you need this re reparation. It started out saying, you know, the miracle is a reparation, right? What's that first line? Healing is not creating, it is reparation. So in the state that you're in now, you need healing because you, you have made yourself sick by thinking you're separate, right? And then you get, you know, you have fear, guilt, and anger, which make up symptoms and conditions in your life that are painful. So you need healing. Well, in that state of needing healing, God cannot directly communicate to you, can't guide you, but the Holy Spirit can. The Holy Spirit is that part of God that can see your mistake and not make your mistake real. And God doesn't even see you made a mistake. Yeah. So God doesn't relate to you as an ego, but you need something to relate to you while you're thinking you're an ego, in order to undo the ego. Well, that would be the Holy Spirit. Yeah, it says the Holy That would be the voice of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit calls you both to remember and to forget. You have chosen to be in a state of opposition, in which opposites are possible. 
As a result, there are chances you must make. Choices. Cho- there are choices you must make. In the holy state, the will is free. So that its creative power is unlimited and choice is meaningless. Freedom to choose is the same power as freedom to create, but its application is different. Choosing depends on the split mind. The Holy Spirit is one way of choosing. God did not leave his children comfortless even though they are close to even though they chose to leave him. The voice they put in their minds was not the voice for his will for which the Holy Spirit speaks. Yeah, this paragraph was a bit hard for me. Um, you've chosen to be in opposition. Yeah. Uh, True. Believing oppositions are possible, I get that. Yeah. As a result, there are choices you make. In the holy state, the will is free, so that its creative power is unlimited, and choice is meaningless. Well, yeah. When I thought you had to choose between the holy state. No, no. When, no, it says when you're in the holy state, you don't have a choice. You don't have a choice. It's yeah. like when you're in heaven, you don't need to choose heaven because you're in it. But when you've deviated and you're not in heaven, then the choice of the Holy Spirit is there to help you return to heaven. What about this line? Freedom to choose is the same power as freedom to create, but its application is different. I don't get that. Well, I mean, you have a freedom to create when you're in your holiness. And you have a freedom to correct yourself when you're in your ego. So the freedom is similar, but they have different different applications. Oh. Okay. So the application when you're in your ego is correction and healing. The application when you're in your higher self is creation. Mm. You have freedom to create. And then you are in direct communication with your creator. But until you've healed the separation, you you need the Holy Spirit. And you oh. have to listen to the voice of the Holy Spirit because okay. the Holy Spirit is the voice of reparation, of healing, of correction, of miracles, you know, that sort of thing. Okay, we got read Let's read uh, this one lesson. It says, God's voice speaks to me all through the day. What number is that? It's lesson 48, I think. God's voice speaks to me all through the day. Okay, it's lesson 49. It is quite possible to listen to God's voice all through the day without interrupting your regular activities in any way. The part of your mind in which truth abides is in constant communication with God, whether you are aware of it or not. It is the other part of your mind that functions in the world and obeys the world's laws. It is this part that is constantly distracted, disorganized, and highly uncertain. Okay, the part that is listening to the voice of God is calm, always at rest, and wholly certain. It is really the only part there is. The other part is a wild illusion, frantic and distraught, but without reality of any kind. 
Try today not to listen to it. Try to identify with the part of your mind where stillness and peace reigns forever. Try to hear God's voice call to you lovingly, reminding you that your Creator has not forgotten His Son. We will need at least four five-minute practice periods today and more, if possible. Okay, that's a lot, yeah? We will try actually to hear God's voice reminding you of Him and of yourself, capital S. We will approach this happiness and holiness of thoughts with confidence, knowing that in doing so we are joining our will with the will of God, he wants you to hear his voice. He gave it to you to be heard. Listen in deep silence. Be very still and open your mind. Go past all the raucous shrieks and sick imaginings that cover your real thoughts and obscure your eternal link with God. Sink deep into the peace that waits for you beyond the frantic, riotous thoughts and sights and sounds of this insane world. You do not live here. We are trying to reach your real home. We are trying to reach the place where you are truly welcome. We are trying to reach God. Do not forget to repeat Stivia very frequently. Do so with your eyes open when necessary, but close when possible. And be sure to sit quietly and repeat the idea for today whenever you can, closing your eyes on the world and realizing that you are inviting God's voice to speak to you. Okay, that's a good one. Yeah, so, I mean, I think that goes in hand with what we read in this uh, part of the text. Mm -hmm. um, the voice for God. Yeah. The voice for God is the Holy Spirit, mm -hmm. and the purpose of the Holy Spirit is to um, still the mind of the ego and all the concerns and all the fears and all the doubts and all the dramas. God's voice speaks to me throughout the day. And it? come to this inner quiet, this inner peace, this inner silence. And I think that that's pretty clear, right, from those lessons. God's voice speaks to me throughout the day, right? Yeah. How are we supposed to think about that right now? Yeah. So let's just do it for a few minutes. Well, I was sitting here listening to the ocean and seeing how much a part of God's voice that is. It's such a reassuring sound. So I was just kind of focused on that. What were you thinking? Uh, I was wondering why I can't remember what I read in the text. I read it and I thought I got it, but now I can't remember it. Well, we were reading about God's voice you know, before that. And being, um, healing us of the separation so that the, you know, the Holy Spirit's function is to help us see that the separation never occurred right. and that all the problems we made up, we projected and that we can let go and forgive ourselves and return to some kind of inner connection, you know. So I think that's what we read in the text, and then we said, well, what is this lesson? God's voice speaks to me all through the day, and God's voice wants you to get back into the heaven state. Well, that would be the non-separated state, 
So we're making this kind of call to the Holy Spirit to help us undo our sense of separation mm -hmm. and restore us to inner peace. That's kind of what I got. And then listening to the ocean was mm -hmm. very peaceful. Thank you. Thank you.